0: Hello, everyone. My name is Colin, and this is the Living with Hope podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Today's spiritual discipline that we're going to be talking about is the idea of prayer as a spiritual discipline. And I'm joined by Christine Lett from Living Hope Alliance Church to discuss the topic a little bit and get her experience with prayer and how it has impacted her life as a spiritual discipline. So Christine, welcome.
1: Thanks Colin for having me here.
0: No problem. Uh, Would you like to just share a little bit about yourself for those who are listening today?
1: Sure. So my name is Christine Lett. I met Jesus when I was five and I've been following him ever since and certainly learning and growing more each year. Um, I'm honoured to be married to a wonderful man, Ryan Lett, and I have two wonderful kids, Joshua and Hannah, who are six and eight. Um, Outside of the house, I work as an obstetrician gynecologist, so I take care of ladies and babies, and that has been my passion um, for the last decade.
0: That's fantastic. And uh, we were just talking before all this happened in the pre-roll just a little bit like that. My, my mom was a prenatal health nurse and that uh, she focused in this area as well. And so I just want to say on behalf of those listening that uh, you're one of our frontline workers that we're praying for and we're thinking about. So just thank you for all that you have been up to and doing uh, on behalf of taking care of the physical health of so many people within our city and province. I know that you kind of consult and do all that. So thank you
1: thank you for your prayers of protection on us. They are welcome and needed.
0: Yeah. And so today we're going to be talking about prayer. And uh, I think it's one of those things that, you know, within churches, sometimes we talk about, you know, uh, the spiritual disciplines are like read your Bible and pray every day, which when I was younger, seemed like too simple of of a ask to do, but also there's something about prayer where it is this beautiful spiritual uh, interaction with God and being in his presence and and getting to have a moment where our our heavenly father, our daddy just listens to us. So uh, Christine, how do you view uh, prayer as a spiritual discipline?
1: Um, I see it as something that I have the privilege to do Mm -hmm. every day, but for parts of my life, I didn't look at it as a discipline. And so because of that, I ended up going through days and weeks and maybe even months without significant prayer, without conversation with my heavenly father. And just like with a physical discipline, if you don't practice it, you start to lose it. And as I sort of look back over that period of time in my life, I recognize that because I wasn't spending regular time sitting at the feet of my father, Mm -hmm. I was missing out on what he had for me and I was, in my relationship with him, actually moving away, even though I wasn't trying to move away from him, yeah. by not pursuing him, what ended up happening is that I was stepping away from him.
0: Mm. So it's that idea of privilege. And I like that you 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 said that because it's a conversation, that that's that discipline aspect where it's not moving into like praying in a regimented way as a discipline, like making sure when you go to the gym that you hit the right routine, but it's that it's entering into a deeper conversation with him. So, that's that's a I wanted to just point that out because I think that's a great I, a view of what it is as a spiritual discipline that it's not like making sure you hit the right rhythm or hit the right, you know, syllables or length of prayer or words within it, but it's that open conversation. So, and how has that been for you? I, I know this isn't one of our questions, but as a conversation, how have you seen your prayer life turn into a conversation?
1: So I would say that initially like certainly as a kid I just had my list of requests yep. and and I certainly did as an adult I would turn to the father only if I needed something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I it was a one-way conversation. I didn't stop to listen. And more recently as I've been learning more about prayer and spending more time with God I'm I'm waiting to waiting on him to hear what he has to say Mm. to me, to give me his perspective on whatever is challenging me, um, and to show me what my next step might be. Um, So it's definitely helped me change my perspective to become more like Christ Mm. by spending time sitting at the feet of the Father. Um, I've chosen to spend time daily as much as I can Mm -hmm. um, doing this so that I don't end up sliding away from this conversation. And I try to remind myself throughout the day and I ask Holy Spirit to remind me to keep the conversation going. So if I'm running into a challenging situation, keep the conversation going. Jesus, you're coming with me. How can I be your light in this situation? Might be a prayer that I kind of whisper as I'm walking into a challenging situation. And rather than just, you know, having my quiet time for 5 minutes in the morning and, you know, being done until tomorrow. I'm trying and this is still a journey, mm. but I'm trying to welcome that conversation all day long.
0: Yeah. Um something that you just mentioned reminded me uh, one of the ways I've heard somebody talk about prayers to have bullet prayers. So like and they refer to it as like chambered bullets, like a gun where you can just pop them off quickly and it prompts you into that conversation again. Like you just said, like when you're asking Holy Spirit, like, what do you have in me for me in this situation? That's like a bullet prayer where it's just a, a quick reminder for yourself. That's right. I'm in this conversation with God in this moment. And so I, that was that's really nice to hear. So uh, what have been key moments for you in your prayer journey? Because I don't think... There must have been some moment or some events that helped you like oh an aha moment where it's like i need to change how i'm approaching prayer
1: yeah i i mean i think there's i have lots of those moments as <laughs> yeah. i was thinking about this question um so the the first time i started thinking about listening prayer really was at holy spirit encounter and when we were asked just to listen to what Holy Spirit might be saying to you. And I was like, Oh, like he's saying (laughs) stuff to me and I've totally not been listening because I've just been spending time telling and not listening. And so that experience of taking a pause to actually Mm. listen to what Holy Spirit is saying, and then hearing the deep, gentle things that he has to say, profound healing things he has to say. It's so wonderful. Yeah, It makes you want more. So that would be one highlight. Another thing that I started reading a little bit about prayer, and I read a book um, that talked about using your imagination during prayer and, you know, imagining that Jesus is, you know, inviting you in a garden to sit mm. down and have a cup of tea. And what is he saying to you? And, I never used my imagination in prayer. I, I remember in the book, it said, you know, when you pray, what do you see? And I thought, I don't see anything. It's black because I close my eyes. <laughs> and, and then I started to realize, you know, God's given me this imagination. Mm-hmm. And I started to recognize that images that were coming to me were actually from him. And I started to pay attention to that, um, and so it's it's much more interesting to not see black when yes. you're praying, and to be able to be blessed with seeing seeing Jesus and seeing him in the situation you're in.
0: I think that's such a beautiful uh, reminder that just the idea of engaging our imaginations, because oftentimes when we pray, it I can attest that there's been times where it seems very sterile, and those are moments where I'm just trying to, you know, just do it as a practice. I just need to pray. I know I'm supposed to pray, so I'm just going to pray something. But when we engage our our minds, it actually is showing that we are entering into kind of that relationship like that we want to engage with the whole of who we are, not just with our, you know, our spiritual practice or our religious activity. It's no, this is part of who I am and I want to bring all of me into this relationship. So that's that's wonderful. Is there anything else in that or
1: um, I think some other highlight prayer experiences is when I've seen dramatic or quick answers to big requests, which then grows my faith mm. to to potentially ask again, ask something that's outside of my comfort zone. Um, so those those times have given me more faith, particularly in the area of healing to to ask ask and expect mm. that that Jesus is gonna
0: answer. Amen. And speaking of Jesus, so is there, so Jesus exemplified this prayer life to us. He lived out what it meant to actually have, you know, prayer is a spiritual discipline as a conversation with his father. It's what he taught his disciples. So what jumps out from his teaching and his example to you that you like to kind of, to follow or is your like key point to go to?
1: Um, one thing that I admire about Jesus is he always took time to pray. And he took time away from his busy life Mm. to maybe even pray all night long. And to me, that's a reminder that, you know, there's nothing in my life that is as important as what Jesus was doing. And he still (laughs) took time to go to the mountain and pray. Mm -hmm. And so it's a reminder to me to stop and take that time with the Father. Um, And then I love... I love the Lord's Prayer and yes. how, you know, it. you're talking to your daddy. Yep. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to use fancy words like you were saying. Yeah. There's nothing religious about it. It's a conversation mm-hmm. between two people who love each other. Yeah. Um, and one person happens to be the king of the universe <laughs> who is all powerful. And it's amazing that somebody like me can have a conversation yeah. with the king of kings.
0: Yeah, it's... I recently read that somebody described that as like the most impractical thing that the God of the universe would bend himself to listen to the whispers of his creation, that it's, it's impractical, but it's impractical in how much he loves us. And so it's, yeah, that's a great reminder. Like, it's just like, yes, this, this is just a conversation. I get to talk to the divine, like to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords and it's because he loves me so much so that's wonderful so thank you yeah and um so uh one of the things we've talked about on the podcast is just the idea of who who inspires us who who encourages us in our spiritual discipline and so has there been somebody who's like uh kind of fostered this growth in prayer with you has there been somebody who you look at as an inspiration For myself, I love reading like ancient prayers of like past saints and and spiritual leaders um, from different denominations, and countries, because I love to to see how other people pray. Has there been somebody who just kind of jumps out to you that you love to, to pray with or to listen to as they pray?
1: Yeah, actually, the person that jumps to my mind is my mom. And I remember watching my mom pray without ceasing and without giving up that my dad would come to know Jesus. And then when I was 10, he did give his life to Jesus. And for those of you who know my dad, he's Pastor Al. And I've had the privilege of watching how prayer in my parents' life has transformed my -hmm. dad. I didn't get to see the transformation in my mom because she came to Christ before (laughs) I could recognize it as a two-year-old, but I have watched the two of them show me what mm-hmm. a life transformed by prayer looks like. Yeah. And they are my inspiration.
0: They are very inspiring people from just my limited decade and a half knowing them. Yeah. They're wonderful people to spend time with and to hear their story and just to hear from your viewpoint that is that is truly an amazing testimony of a transformed life and yeah how prayer prayer transforms us. That's amazing. So, yeah. Well, um, so how has prayer impacted the rest of your, your days or life? Uh, have you been transformed by being in God's presence? I guess we're just kind of continuing this conversation. Like if prayer is transformational, like, have you seen that change in yourself?
1: Absolutely. I, I see much more of God's peace hmm. living in my heart, um, I I had the privilege of going through deliverance and living as a free person yeah. is is so awesome. Um, so that's transformational. You can't mm-hmm. you can't walk through that and not be a different person, uh, a free person exactly the yeah. way that God designed. Um, I see a real boldness mm-hmm. that I didn't used to have, particularly in my professional life. I felt very much. Um, like prayer wasn't welcome in medicine and that faith wasn't welcome and so my Mm. knowledge as a practitioner that was welcome and my hands in terms of their surgical skills were welcome but i didn't feel that jesus was welcome Mm. and i chose that it wasn't that he wasn't welcome it was my choice and as i started sitting at his feet every day? How can I not bring him in with me? And he gave me images of how he is with me in the challenging situations at work and how he does deeply care for the people, the women that I'm seeing every day, and that he wants to touch them. And perhaps he wants to use me to be his hands, and to speak his words. And so since I've started to accept that that is what Jesus wants. He wants mm. me to be his hands and his feet and his voice and his love to everybody I see, not just at church, not just my family, but everyone that I see even professionally. Now I am very excited when I hear Holy Spirit whisper a word to me, or if I feel a prompting. To with a patient to say, would it be all right if I pray with you? And I'm mm. shocked. <laughs> I have yet to have somebody say no, thank you. Wow. Everybody says yes. Um, everybody or people tell me that they want to come see me because they they just feel peace after they see me. Yeah. Well, it's not me. I no. know it's not me. It's Jesus, and this is how he, I know He's transforming me because of. What I see happening around me. Well, that's
0: amazing because, like, when we when we enter into that with Jesus, with when we discipline ourselves to spend time with Him, which it's a strange word. I have to discipline myself to spend time with Jesus. But when we when we do, it's it's not a, a discipline in the sense of like being punished, but about freed to peace because that's what He wants to give us and bring to us. And yeah, that's what a testimony that it just then seeps through us into wherever we you know discipline ourselves to walk with him into so that's thank you for sharing that you're welcome so i guess have you had a this is a this is another like unprompted question but uh in your experience when you're offering to pray with people because often like recently at the last holy spirit encounter that we had here at the church last pre-covid fall when people could still go out to malls like we were challenged to go on a holy spirit scavenger hunt and uh, to pray with people if we felt prompted or at least offer it. And so that's kind of where you're taking this discipline is that uh, to the idea of praying without ceasing is now you're offering it to engage others with it as kind of just a testimony of what Christ has done in your life. Am I?
1: Amen. Yeah. Amen? Yeah.
0: So has it been a fun scavenger hunt with him?
1: It, it is a fun scavenger hunt. You know, the, the very first couple that I, sort of reached out to as I was welcoming Jesus' healing presence was a couple that was looking to get pregnant Mm. and they had been trying for five years and I saw them for the first time and then they came back for follow-up to get their test results. And the husband said to me, Dr. Let, when we saw you for the first time, I had hope. And, and, and I, and so we finished our conversation and I said, you know, I'm praying that you will have this baby you long for. And they were of a Muslim background and they said Anshallah like us too and and we left and one month later she was pregnant and that was like to me for me that was God saying Christine be bold Mm -hmm. because you do not know what I want to do around you in you through you and and this, I've had numbers of experiences like that, which is so exciting. So yeah. why would you not take the next opportunity? What is there to
0: lose? Exactly, you know, oftentimes I, I've thought about just the idea that, you know, that when we're bold and step into situations, God is not limited by, you know, our, our earthly like limitations, but he does does ask us to engage with him and to be his hands and feet, as you've said. And so there's moments where he is waiting for us to step into that moment and and to present him and to just bring him into the moment, into somebody's eyes who don't see him clearly. And so that like, those are those moments where we just point to him and say, you know, I have hope for you and my hope is in what God has done for me. And I just want to bring that into this moment for you. So... Amen. That's, amen. That's beautiful. So uh, do you have any uh, suggestions uh, to those who are listening on different ways that people can engage in prayer, practical steps to develop their spiritual discipline? My suggestion would be to re-listen to this and just kind of hear the journey that you've been on and kind of hear that it's not, Christine has always been at this place, but that you've journeyed to it. So is there any practical step you wanted to share with me?
1: First I say, just start. There's there, You're not going to say anything yeah. wrong or do anything wrong. Just start. Um, for me, it's really important that I put it in my calendar. Like literally in the morning, I'm going to sit down with my cup of coffee and Jesus, and we're going to yeah. talk about the day. And, you know, sometimes I block a half day or a day off, and I'm just going to spend that day listening to worship tunes and being with Jesus. And, and, allowing him to pour his presence into me Mm -hmm. so that I can then share it with others. Um, So for me, it's important to discipline myself in my calendar. I've experienced um, in one of the books that I read that the next level of intimacy with Jesus might be just beyond my comfort zone. And Mm -hmm. if I just keep doing what I've always done, I'm going to keep getting what I've always had. And so if I want more and I do because I've tasted and it is good, then I need to risk stepping outside of my comfort zone, whether that means reading a book you'd never read or listening to a podcast you wouldn't listen to or talking to a stranger or Talking to somebody you know, whatever that is, that yeah. step outside of your comfort zone, that's your ticket to wow. your next level with Jesus.
0: Amen. Yeah, there's uh, that idea of stepping out of our comfort zone. There are so many testimonies throughout the history of the church where God called an inv- individual to stand up against something or to to leave their wealth and wealth and comfort or to um, to just be crazy. One of the things I think about is there's a there's a Russian Orthodox book called The Way of the Pilgrim. And in it, the the main character is called to a life to pray without ceasing, but he has no idea what that looks like. And so he hadn't found it in his village up to that point. So he leaves his village to seek out what it means to pray without ceasing. And I think that that is a, very similar to what you're saying, the idea that sometimes we have to leave what we are comfortable with to follow Holy Spirit into what he's calling us into. And so, yeah, amen. amen. So I love those, you know, just start, put it on the calendar, be intentional, and take that risk. Uh, that risky step of leaving your comfort zone of prayer to, to follow Holy Spirit where he's calling us to. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me and adding your wisdom to uh, the pool here at Living, Living Hope and just kind of building into uh, the church what God has built into you. So thank you, Christy.
1: Thank you very much, Colin.
0: All right. Have a great day. Bye everybody. Bye.
1: My mom met Jesus when I was two, but my dad was far from God. So as a kid, I remember meeting Jesus and praying that my dad would come to know Jesus.
0: Mm. wraps up the podcast for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, email them to Colin at mylivinghope.ca. Have a great week and God bless.